Hello, everybody. It's the final My Music of the Week, but that doesn't mean it's any less of a My Music than any of the others which have been before. In a minute, I will be speaking to the wonderful mayor who sat in a studio somewhere in the land, but looks like they're sat, she sat right next to me at the moment. First of all, though, we are going to hear once again from the wonderful Analog Trash with a wonderful video which they've put together just for your delight. So sit back, get your cup of tea and watch this. There we go. The wonderful Analog Trash. Do check them out, analogtrash.com, and fill your boots with wonderful stuff uh, and music that will keep you entertained for hours on end. Um, music like that from my guest today, Maya. When did you start making music? So I um, was in my first band when I was about 12 years old. That's a good age to start, isn't it? It is, yeah. I feel like a lot of people kind of start at that age and start dabbling in songwriting and stuff. Um, so I, I started a band with uh, three other girls from my school. And every Friday night, we would go to my friend's attic and like write songs and, and play songs and start doing like gigs in, in our school hall and the assembly oh, and stuff <laughs> yeah so um that's kind of where it all started for me um and then what were yeah, their so, names let's give them a shout out now because yeah, you know that. um so it was uh tabitha um nicole ashraya and myself it's okay. been a long time <laughs> I'm, I'm not yeah, in touch with you them did anymore, very well but, um, to remember all of the names yeah and, and what yeah. and what was the band called can you tell us so it was called attic faith because it was in the attic. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, like that. yeah like so that's kind of um, my first sort of dabbling into like the songwriting and performing world, um, which laid a really good foundation for me, I think. And then I've been in like a few bands um, since then. And then when the pandemic happened, that's when I went solo. So yeah, good yeah. because you couldn't actually see anybody else to, yeah. to make music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah. it kind but of forced that, me into it so yeah I mean was that a scary step for you having always been in a band mm. then? because there was there's always an element when you're in a band that you even if you're a singer in a band or you know you're you play play an, a particular instrument in the band you can always kind of relax a little bit and knowing that someone else will make a noise when you don't or, or yeah. sort of pick up on pick up on the fact that you're struggling at that point, um, and th and that might sound something that, that that people perhaps who don't make music wouldn't necessarily know. But when you're in a band, you listen to each other. You, uh, you you're not just playing. You're yeah. you're aware of the fact that maybe somebody needs a bit of support at that point in time. Mm. As soon as you're, it's just you. You're completely vulnerable. You, it's yes. just you out out front so yeah was there an element of 
little bit of fear in that or not? Um, I think there was an element of fear, but also it was very exciting and quite empowering to be like, right, I'm making something that is completely my own here and mm. I'm going to learn how to do it myself from scratch. So when I when I like released my first single, that was like such a um, kind of proud moment for me because I all, all I wanted to, to do was to sort of prove to myself that I could do it. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's, it was scary, but also really, really freeing as well. Were Ironically you, in lockdown. So Yeah. Were there <laughs> things that you technically had to learn to do, which you hadn't done before? Yeah. So I um, basically, I'd always kind of wanted to um, make rock, like do solo rock music. But I was just like, how do I do, you know, how do I make this music on my own without a band? And then I basically learned how to, to use Logic by mm-hmm. doing some like online courses over lockdown got um, the internet hey yeah oh yeah YouTube. absolutely yes exactly <laughs> all the information is there so um I did that and then I learned about like okay how to sort of program drums and that kind of thing as well so I could have control over that and then um I did this um you know that website masterclass right so I did like this uh, Tom Morello did like a guitar masterclass and I thought it was so awesome because I'd always I've been playing guitar for a long time, but I kind of never considered myself to be a guitarist. Right. And like doing that course just really made me think, you know, actually, you can do this and like you can solo and you can do all these different things. So it really kind of opened up my world to that. Now, when you listen to, to I mean, hear, hear that as a name, mm. Tom Morello, you, you would you would assume that he would be starting if he did a masterclass, you'd be starting at quite a high level. but. Where, where did he start at? I mean, he, he's not starting with literally like his D and his G and he, I think he uh, did actually. He, he did. He, really? he went. He went from yeah. It's wow. a really good course because it goes from like the basics, but it also it instills in you this idea that you can write a song with like one chord. I love that. If you want to, and that's really because you know he he is very much like that, and there are no rules. And, you know, he was like, he he was, he was talking about um, how one of his favorite songs is just like two notes or something, but the message and the the power behind it is strong. So I I found that quite inspiring. Wow. Yeah. No, that is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why he's become, I I, I think he's become quite of a favorite of a, you know, a favorite guitarist of other people, you know. um, It's that attitude isn't it yeah 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 i mean he he was picked up he he did a number of things with bree springsteen even and and i think that one of the reasons it was picked up was because you know he's so unique in his approach to guitar not necessarily i've I've, technically he's incredibly proficient but you know his approach is is quite fresh in that respect whereas a a lot of guitarists have tried to shroud it in mysticism Mm. you know i think although i think that was really kind of prevalent in sort of when i grew up uh in sort of like the late 80s or whatever with a lot of the rock guitarists it was like you'll never be able you know steve vine people like that you'll never be able to do this yeah Exactly. And it, it was really re- refreshing to hear someone of that kind of level being like, anyone can do it. And, you know, you just need to have the will. Yeah. Which is, so is, is a really cool attitude. Some, so. some great advice there already mm. from you, which is um, check out Tom's. And that's all on YouTube, is it? 
you can no so there's there's a website called masterclass.com right. and they have like loads of um sort of courses from sort of celebrities or people that are quite high up in their respective fields and he did one of the music ones so it's well worth, worth it. the investment yeah, well worth the investment so. um and then you did, did you remember any of the the best youtube uh, stuff for logic yeah so i used um a website called skillshare for right. that um and you can get i think you can get like a free trial on that for a couple of weeks or something which is good if you want to test it out and there was um a kind of step-by-step -step logic course that took you through because i'd had logic for ages but i felt like i was doing everything the long way around and i didn't really yeah. feel like i got it and there was just like this taught you all the shortcuts things and yeah and it's just made me so much more confident using it so i'd, I'd recommend that definitely oh no fantastic so listen yeah. if any if anyone's watching and you know you're going through the course or you're you're, you're learning logic as well you know just swap notes with me you'd be quite yeah, happy absolutely. to just like you know because that's what it's about as well isn't it you, yeah. you know, if you communicate with other people that are learning at the same time it's quite nice it's like how do you do that oh yeah I, well i found this that's yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's brilliant that's the modern world in terms of that is fantastic it years is. ago you had to go pay do something special. I remember when I first learned to edit, for example, mm. um, you know, it, literally it was somebody had to teach me at a radio station. This is how, <laughs> how yeah. to edit, you know, and it was all done. It was all very, very technical. Whatever. There's no, there wasn't YouTube back then. It wasn't no. like, you know, there was somewhere where you could just go and learn the bits that you, that you didn't pick up that day. You just had to do it again and again and yeah. again until you picked it up. Why rock music for you? What what is it about rock music that excites you? I, it's I've just loved it since I was um, like I, I really got into rock when I first heard uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers when I was like ten or something, and I was like, "Oh, what's this? This sounds really cool and different and freeing and fun." And yeah. um, did that the parents kind of, mind that? Did the parents mind? Oh, that my my parents. I, I'm very lucky. They they've always okay. like encouraged me and taken me to band practice and and um wanted me to kind of you know pursue this route so they, they were quite happy um but yeah so it kind of led me down this rabbit hole of you know and then you listen to Nirvana and then like the Foo Fighters and then all these bands come in um and I just love like the fierceness and the energy and uh yeah just saying what you want to say is there is there someone that you're particularly listening to at the moment that you know is inspiring you in the in the rock world in the rock world i mean one of my favorite um artists is pj harvey right i love her um and while she's not kind of exclusively rock um she's kind of punk really in a way yeah yeah um i just I think she's awesome because I, I remember seeing this video on YouTube when I was like 14 in like the kind of earlier days of YouTube and yeah. it was her like playing this festival in Australia and um, it was just her on stage with a guitar and like that was it and she just had like the audience in the palm of her hand and she was so cool and I just remember looking at that and being like oh yeah I want that to be me one day. Have you ever so, seen the performance that she did with Björk that one time? Yes, I have. Yeah. And that, just a magical thing, really. Because yeah. they're, they're actually from, in, inhabit, in one way, very different worlds. Because 
Bjork's much more into her electronic music, etc. But you know, it, you just felt that the two female um, singer songwriters there that actually were really pushing the boundary, pushing the envelope of, yeah. of you know what we expected, I suppose, of female singer songwriters. Yeah, and you know, um, I've also been listening to a lot of Dream Wife. I don't know if you know them. Um, I just think they're so cool. And, like, their live performances are incredible and so full of energy. And, yeah, I just think it's 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 a real, like, force to, move, to be reckoned with that band. So You can see it in some of your photos. I mean, mm. you, you come across quite, you know, quite genteel now. Um, they're talking to you now, but when you get out there and you play, are you are you a bit of a rock animal? Are you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, once once the guitar's on and you're in yeah. front, if you if in front of an audience, do you like to do you like the performance of rock? I do. Yeah, I, I feel like um, is that liberating in a way? Yeah, I do feel like there's kind of two sides to my personality. So there's like rock stage Maya and like more chilled everyday Maya and it's nice to have that yes. kind of because uh, you, you know, can't be that there. all the time you can't no but it's nice to unleash it every now and again <laughs> well, I've, I've met some of rocks you know big people over over the years and, uh, mm. and actually some of them are you know have been absolute gents or, or ladies you know behind yeah. the scenes yeah. You know, I was once introduced to Alice Cooper um, wearing a, a, a an Argyle sweater because, you know, he'd been playing golf. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, he, he spoke very well. And you just think, you know, it, it's there is a show. That's the other thing with rock. There yeah. is an element of rock where it is a show and it is a it is a performance. But that that's great in a way because, yeah. you know, the audience want to go to to let go yeah and you know be involved in that for for the the duration of the show and then kind of walk away from it so I think it's it's great and I can you know having been in a, a band that really loved to to perform as well when I was younger you know for me it was a really cathartic experience as well yeah because I, I although I seem people see me doing these things and think well you must be actually really quite an extrovert um deep down I'm quite shy and but doing those things it helps your personal confidence in certain mm. situations also it's a it's a release because I think sometimes if you are a natural introvert or or even maybe an ambivert you you need an element where you can just let go <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and you I you feel, feel that, that. Yeah, yeah, I relate to that a lot. Absolutely, that's that's marvelous. What what sort of subjects do you want to write about when you write? I don't think I ever kind of sit down and say I'm going to write about this. It kind of just happens. happens. Yeah. So mm. I mean, I've written about a, a varying different things. Like my first song was kind of I always view, um, view that as like my personal statement track is and it was like that thing of right I'm coming it's out my CV. And, yeah or <laughs> <laughs> well, just like that kind of thing of um because it's called the line and it was all about like starting again and 
boundaries and you know starting out stronger than ever and that kind of thing and then um I wrote a song called Walk Alone about women's rights and uh that was that kind of happened when you know Sarah Everard was murdered and I just really I remember that feeling so you know upset and angry about it that that song kind of just happened in like 10 minutes because I just needed to say my piece on it so Mm. it's it's you know sometimes it it's about what's going on in the world or in my personal life as well so lots of different different subject matters are but you're not not scared of being autobiographical in terms of what you write no I'm not I think sometimes you know you can write a song and about you know it's deeply personal and the listener won't necessarily know what it is about yeah Yeah. but you know for, for you it's you kind of getting something off your chest so it's quite nice yeah what's the um what's the ambition for you in the next few years what what where where do you want to see this now I mean obviously you've been picked up by BBC introducing which is always wonderful yeah um what have you have you got a planned goal in terms of time scale and or in terms of things that you want to do next I mean I you know my my goal for this year is uh I'd love to release an EP um and release it on like physical format as well vinyl would be um, lovely really cool so that's kind of my goal for this year and then I you know in the next few years I'd love to be able to just do this full-time you know that is the ultimate goal is to be able to just do music full-time so yeah I I wish you all the best with that and I'm I'm, I'm sure you will because you 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 want to do it you you say it's important to you to release mm-hmm. something on on physical format are, are you really pleased to see like physical format coming back through again now i'm i'm ever so pleased to see yeah. it. you know i've i've even got like people sending me tapes tape. <laughs> you know what's that all about you know i thought this was we all thought this was dead and buried in the water yeah. okay but yeah. now it's coming back and i i think it's because you know partly i think covid has had something to do with this as well Mm. i just feel that you know people realized in the middle of covid that the physical elements of being human are so important that actually you know having a relationship with other people if you like by actually buying into what they do yeah and really appreciating things like art fully etc rather than just everything being in this digital world and because we were all kind of submersed in this digital world as well and we were separated off from people I think people are wanting to come back to the physical Do do you kind of sense that yeah I do and I'm really really glad that it is making a comeback because streaming is great and you know our access to music is now incredible and it's you know in a way that it's never been before but I do feel like we're missing out on um that you know if you if you really really love an artist you actually want to invest in them a little bit or you want like that physical you know disc or whatever in your hands because and then you can look at the you know the liner notes and you can look at the artwork and it's it's just a different feel to it um and you know I feel like um the way I listen to music now has changed like I might not listen to a full album of someone anymore like I'll just listen to a few tracks because I feel like our attention span is like constantly like oh there's something else here and there's something else here so with a physical 
um, release, I feel like, you know, I put on a vinyl and I'll listen Have to the whole to do thing. It justice. In yeah. one go, in the way that it yeah. was meant to be, you know, listened to. So, yeah. And not only that, vinyl's coming out in all sorts of wonderful, lovely colours now. It is, yeah. Which is, which is beautiful. Not that it wasn't, you know, it, we always had picture discs and things before, but I think people are really kind of, playing into the aesthetic now and making Absolutely. sure that the you know the aesthetic is something really there and if if you like they you know the whole artwork bit becomes even more important and i think that's i think that's great that mm. that we're seeing that so ep sometime this year yeah is there a song that you're writing at the moment there's lots of songs this right. is the way I work. I, I just kind of, I write loads and then I'm like, oh, what's good? Oh no, that's not good. Let's start again. Let's do something else. <laughs> so and that's kind you, of... Do you always write in the same way? Do you always start on a, do you start with guitar? Do you start with a particular instrument? Do you always work up the same way or is it, is it diff, a different way of constructing that every time? Um, I think it is a little bit different every time because sometimes I'll Ooh. start with like a, a chord progression or sometimes... Like I've come up with song ideas whilst I've been doing the washing up before, you know, yeah. because like I always find like when you're doing things Sing like it. that, it's like you're doing such a mindless task that some, suddenly something like pops up. So, you know, because the other side of your brain kicks in. That's what it is. Yeah. You know? People don't realize that it's the same. It's the same out there, folks, by the way, when you're at work, if you don't move when you're at work, you, you find yourself going brain dead sometimes mm. in front of a computer. Yeah. And you, if, you, if you're ever out there and you're going like. And it's like, are you working now? Oh, yeah, I'm working, you know, but yeah. the best thing to do is move. Right. Mm. I even know I once knew a, um, a, a business owner down the road who used to um, send all of his computer programmers out to play tennis at lunchtime. OK. Yeah? Because actually it gets the other side of the brain working yeah. and, and then suddenly they'd have that eureka moment yeah. and they'd be like, ah, oh, that problem that I was trying to figure yeah. out just come to me. So it's a similar kind of process, I think, with, with songwriting. It's sometimes you just, yeah, as you say, you're doing one thing and then the other thing comes to you. Yeah. Exactly. Do you sing in the kitchen with with family as well? Yeah. I'd, I'd love oh, Sing in the shower. That you know everywhere. but with other members of the family do they join in oh <laughs> um i mean sometimes because <laughs> i love that yeah you know that yeah. happens in our house we have seven in our house and oh, sometimes wow. we can exactly. get we can get to a situation where like everybody's singing together yeah oh that's nice i think so yeah i think i think it's nice the yeah. families that sing together stay together yeah that's, music that's... brings people together doesn't it so it certainly does. Yeah. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and, yeah. and hearing a little bit about your music. Um, tell people, please, if they mm. haven't met you before, heard from, about you before, what what have you got out there at the moment that people can uh, listen to? And where's the best place for them to go to hear it? Sure. So um, I've released four singles um, and I released one in January, my newest one called Torn in Two, um, if you want to listen to that. And it's that's a cracker. It's a cracker. It's banging. Oh, right? Thank yeah. you, Graham. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you wherever you like to consume music. So, yeah, yeah. so do it. 
Yes. Oh, I have to give you this piece of advice. I have told this to many people before mm. on this programme, um, but please do consider doing it because I'm trying to get as many artists to do it as possible and then we can start a revolution, mm. which is that uh, when you finally get some merchandise made and you get T-shirt done, please have printed on the back, I listen to Maya on Spotify, whatever, da, 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 da. Um, but I've bought the T-shirt for 10 quid. Mm. And you see, you yeah. see, and that the way it works is that people then don't feel guilty for streaming because they've paid you the money by yeah. the t-shirt. Yeah. Or you can make it long term. You can make your 20, 20, 30 quid if you like. I mean, yeah. that's that's quite reasonable for a t-shirt yeah. these days. But it, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> it is a great idea. It yeah. is. It's a, it's a, I've had a couple of bands say that they're going to do it already. Yeah. I'm just trying to get it out there as an idea. I might yeah. copyright it at some point and and start, you know, a, a free site for for all uh, bands that want that want mm. to have that as a t-shirt. But I just think, you know, people need to realise you do need to buy the buy the music at some point. Yeah, it it really does help because obviously when you're at these early stages you're not really making you know money out of the music yet um so it's it you know all the any anyone that buys like a download of my track or whatever it all goes back into you know the next song or the next project so it's it's really appreciated absolutely are you going to yeah. play live anytime this year yes absolutely so i played live um for the first time like well uh, I, I got a band together last year and we played a couple of really cool shows. So I want to make that a more regular thing this year. Perfect. Uh, do try and make sure you come Bristol or Exeter way. Yeah, I'd love to. At some point, because that would be yeah. great. And, and I'll make sure that I'm there. Oh, awesome. To, to, to listen and make sure that happens. Maya, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Everybody, this has been Maya for, for my music. Do check out her music. It's there on the interweb for you to, to listen to free of charge. But please do give us some money because um, that makes it even better. And you'll, yeah. you'll feel better for the rest of the weekend and beyond. Yeah. But, you know, I appreciate every listen, every every message, everything. So thank Absolutely. you very much. And, and if you want to learn how to use logic, she's your lady. Absolutely. Until next time. <laughs> Bye for now. Thank you.